Our gospel this morning is from Genesis chapter 6. The Lord saw that the wickedness of humankind was great in the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of their hearts was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made humankind on the earth, and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out from the earth the human beings I have created, people together with animals and creeping things and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the sight of the Lord. These are the descendants of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. Noah walked with God. And Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence. And God saw that the earth was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted its ways upon the earth. And God said to Noah, I have determined to make an end of all flesh, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. Now I am going to destroy them along with the earth. Make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch. This is how you are to make it. The length of the ark, 300 cubits, its width, 50 cubits, and its height, 30 cubits. Make a roof for the ark and finish it to a cubit above and put the door of the ark in its side. Make it with lower, second, and third decks. The word of our Lord. I love watching all the kids come up and it feels like half of the congregation is now sitting up in front. <laughs> so many kids up here. Uh, I sort of wonder if the reason that we are one cow short uh, of an ark is because Noah likes steak. Is that possible or? <laughs> too, too soon? I... Uh, just uh, let me also um, join Pastor Joanne in saying thank you to Andy Schultz, uh, who has really been uh, making sure that everything goes well today for our block party. Andy and his wife, Elise, are relatively new members here at Shepherd. Elise, you can wave. I know Andy's probably out doing something, but thank you, thank you for not even having seen the block party and having mostly set it up today. Thank you. And then uh, to Mary Jensen also, who is making delicious food. If it smelled good when you walked in, that's why. So thanks to both of them and all of our council. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, stir up your holy power this day and come. Send your spirit into our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our ears, that we might hear a word for us today anew, and that we too might then live out that which we believe. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. God's heart is grieved. The colorful beauty that the artist God has created has turned gray and sour. Imagine for just a second you are the artist who has just created a beautiful, incredible masterpiece. Trees and plants, animals of every kind, sunshine and moon, lake and mountains, colorful, lush and green and good. And at the height of your artistic endeavor, you create a creature who is born and made in your own image, full of life and light and love and hope, promise and possibility, a creature that you have made to tend to your artistic creation, to watch over with love and care. And you have given this creature great and real freedom. Freedom to choose, freedom to act, freedom to decide, freedom to desire, freedom to be inspired and to inspire, and freedom to paint like the artist creator yourself. 
and you step back and look at your canvas of the world and you declare it is very, very good. But something goes horribly wrong. The freedom given to the creator, creature, made in the image of God, the artist, full of love and life and hope and promise, the creature turns sour, bitter, angry, and violent. The goodness has suddenly been covered in darkness. The thoughts and actions, behaviors and words of the artist's favorite creative creature are only selfish, jealous, petty, and thoughtless. So what are you going to do, creative artist? What will the artist responsible for this whole creation sculpture do? What would you do? The human creature creation has abused its freedom. The powerful real agency given to make the world as a co-artist has been co-opted for its own evil desires, lust, power, and control. Instead of loving the creation and loving the neighbor, the human creative creature has taken advantage of its gift of freedom and abused it for its own selfish intent. The heart of the creature is filled with shadows and the heart of the creator is filled with tears of great grief and sorrow. What will you do, artist creator? What will the birth parent of the universe do? What will the artist who has created the world with brushes and paints of beautiful color do? I've heard it said that the thing that grieves parents to their very heart and to their very core is when children, their own children, fight and hurt one another. What will you do, parent, artist, creator, God of the beauty of the world that has now gone so terribly wrong? How did you allow your own creative, creating children to rebel against you and each other? It begins to rain. God weeps into being the waters of a great flood washing down over the world while a tiny brown wooden ark carries the hope of the creator's intent, floating on the floods and the reckless waters. All the colors of the artist's creation blur into an ocean of gray. Life is blotted out, saved for two of each, with grief, the artist washes clean the work of the canvas of creation, baptizing the earth, the animals, the trees, the plants, and human creatures. The tiny ark of hope is filled not with perfection, but with the same potential as before. The clay out of which the creation will be molded again is the same dusty soul as with which God began. Human freedom is retained. Human love is retained. Human hope is retained. Human selfishness and pride are retained. And it floats along in the ark as before. But as the waters recede, the vibrant colors of creation begin to reemerge. The gray of the storm of the night has found the brilliant white of a dove with the luminescent green of photosynthesis branch of green life. 
while the creature with such freedom and power and agency and choice will soon be back to its same old selfish tricks, the artist creator has changed, grown, learned, and evolved. The grief of the God creator will remain, but there will never be another flood. Creator and creation will never again co-conspire in this way ever again. Floods and storm, cancer and pain, tragedy and evil events are not God's punishment for a rebellious humanity. Instead, they are the evidence of a real freedom given by the creative artist to his creation and creative world. God's hope and desire for humanity and all is for life and not against it. Instead, selfless acts of self-giving love is God's creative activity. To blot out the dark, colorless possibility of any other way for the artist-creator to act, all of the colors of creation are present even during a gentle rain. Red and orange, yellow and green, blue, indigo, and violent are now the ark in the sky that forever carries God's promise. A promise that you, beautiful, colorful creature filled with a little literal rainbow of possibilities, are loved now and forever your freedom and your agency still intact. Your sour, bitter heart is now set free to love as brightly as all of the colors of the sun. Never again will God drown the world in God's own tears. But instead, to remind the creator artist and us created creatures light will bring forth out of the darkness all of the vibrant colors of life from which, together, we are all called to paint.